Uh, should we get more gin and tonics before we start? Should we get more gin and tonics before we start? Taylor Alexandra is the person who's Tay. You just talk to our fans and I'll make us more. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep our fan base engaged. Guys, we're going to just watch me drink for a little bit. Oh, I love a good gin and tonic, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Straight Red. I am your host, Jeff Ross. And with me, as always, the man who said Belgian waffle, more like American waffle, Alex S. Kibler, is here. Alex, why? I Well, first of all, after 2014 World Cup, I want nothing to do with Belgium. Wow. But secondly... Did you actually notice that? Did you do you listen to Men and Blazers? Our, our, no, our, they you they called that our rival podcast. Yeah, yeah. They actually they made. They a don't po- know we exist. They have no clue that we're no a clue. thing. I met them. Did you know that? Yes, you tell me. These They're cool things. guys. Anyway, oh I love goodness. waffles. There's a there's a there's a waffle truck in New York City. In fact, there may be several of them called Waffles. And I think it's wait, 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 their name is no, just no, no, waffles? no, no. It's waffles and dinges or oh, dinges. Wait, I, I have seen this. How I do you have, say it? Dinges? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not Belgian. Anyway, what it is? I'm is, not is Jean Claude Van Damme. You can get waffles with a myriad assortment of toppings, like peanut butter and oh. banana oh. and like ice cream and all kinds of some it's really great there's one of these near the west 14th street apple store that's true there if are you know. there is there's also one near lincoln center on the upper west side oh, it's really good look at that really look at that. good look at that did you ever see the movie jcvd i have not jean-claude van damme is the star of this film. wait a minute whoa, whoa, whoa there's a movie with jean-claude van damme in it and it's called JCVD. JCVD. Okay. He is the star of this film. Yeah. It's allegedly about the real Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and it okay. is. It's all in French because yeah. it's a Belgian movie. Okay. And I have to tell you right here, right now, the movie's brilliant. You need to see it if you haven't seen it. I I have not. Um, I mean, oh, I'm on I'm on Waffles and Dinge's website right now. Yeah. And they do this like thing where they say de trucks and de catering They're, is this a belgian thing i guess so they speak french i guess german and is it dutch in I belgium don't, i don't know belgium Who, do we have any what do belgian? they speak i don't know anyway it's it's listen th- these things are these things are important but you know they're for our other podcast Upper oh, West Side we Pastries can... Today. Oh, <laughs> well, our other podcast. Yeah, we Upper talk about West Side it. Pastries Today. It's six hours long. It really is. It's delicious. We really get into it. Yeah. Well, we had some soccer this week. Just Alex, a little bit. Yes, Kibler. Gingers, if you're a real American, you were watching the women's world. From the mountains to the prairie. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> The oh, ocean's wideness. I, I had it going there. I was being you all patriotic, it. and oh. then I looked at you, and you gave me a look like I was speaking oh, Greek. It wasn't great, but yes, America we, won. We have claimed our rightful space at the oh, top. Oh my goodness! Of top the, of the athletic mountain. world at this moment. In case you were under a rock. Carly Lloyd dropped a train on him. Whoa! United States women's national team. Cinco, Japan 2. Japan 2. He and, didn't bother to learn what 2 no, was I think it's in dose, Japanese. but whatever. It's not dose in Japanese. Oh, fair enough. What's well, not Cinco in English? I know. It was so <laughs> strange. Ginger's America 1. We did. got that third star. We did. We definitely got that third star. I'm picking star. up that kit, by the way. Yeah, I need to pick that up, too. I was super disappointed that it wasn't available immediately. And then I realized that was a ridiculous want I had. Yeah, yeah. Like a ridiculous want. Well, they could just have the same one and just sew, sew it on. star on there. Yeah. Sew the other star on. I need to get that, and I need to get the t-shirt that just says champions. Yes. Doesn't Trent matter stars. of what. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Who cares? I don't care. I want a shirt just with three stars on it. Can we talk about a couple of things here? Let's talk about some things. So one thing that needs to be pointed out is this was the highest rated soccer game in United States history. What a statistic. What a stat. Knowing the hype 
around the World Cup last year, the it Men's was World Cup. Huge. It was massive. Huge. This this dwarfed that as a soccer as a viewing Wrap achievement your on mind television. Around I know that, it's amazing. Gingers. More people watched the US women take their rightful third star. Yes. Which we should have gotten a couple of times over at this point. Well, don't get me started. And last week on the show. But we got it. We did. Last week on the show, I remember saying, if this game could have gone two different ways. If Japan scored first, you have a very cagey, tense, close Mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. Because the United States are afraid that what's going to happen to them last time is going to happen to them again. But I also said... If the United States scores first, and oh, boy, do they ever, it's going to be a train wreck. Like, it's going to it's be an absolute throttling, to, and that's what you saw. Oh, we, 16 minutes in, we already scored four, four I So I was, I was. Which is ridiculous. Coming from work. Ridiculous. Jeff, I was coming from work. I was Where on the you? train. I was speaking to our mutual friend, Vivian. Vivian, oh, well, I can't, should we give her full No, name? let's not do that. Okay, fine. Um, you know Vivian who I'm tried about. to play a prank on me. And I, really? Tell me she, about she it. She failed. Okay. She failed. You want to elaborate? No one can prank me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, That's not true at all. Something horrible is going to happen to me now. And I got off the train, and I looked at my phone. I, I pulled up Goal USA or Goal whatever it is. Yeah, it's Goal I, USA. I, whatever it is. I use it for scores. And I was like, okay, let's look at the score. Maybe maybe there's a goal already. And I pulled it up, and it said 4-0. And I was like, no. What glitch is this? This is Thought terrible. It was an error. What a terrible glitch. Thought... It was an error. About that same time, my girlfriend texted me. We were meeting at a restaurant. And she goes, oh, the U.S. just scored. And I was like, oh, good, 1-0. And then she goes, uh, I think it's 4-0. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Company halt. Company halt. 4-0? And first of all, let me say this. We, we were talking about this in the pre-show. The pre-show. I, you have a game like this where certainly things went right and bounced correctly for the united states you know that that first set piece was beautiful but you had a couple lucky bounces on the subsequent goals but the audacity of carly lloyd to oh attempt a chip from the center circle did it work though it worked that has got to be the best goal scored in women's net in women's world cup history i, I can't imagine a better i, I can't think uh, of a better which goal. one which one are you gonna pick no how can you how can you do better than that so let me just go for a brief aside please brief aside please for genders who only listen to the podcast and never experience the periscope yeah. live video feed yeah they don't know the running commentary that we get through the live video feed. Right. And after Alex Kibler mentioned casually that he had a girlfriend, yeah. someone incredulously said, you have a girlfriend? And it, it brought me uh, just the most sweetest pleasure <laughs> that that happened. <laughs> but Carly Lloyd played out of her mind. Great tournament. Great tournament. This is the team that I thought we were going to see in that first game against Australia. Right. Right. Exactly. I will say this, well, there's a lot to talk about and we don't have a we could do a whole pod just on this we one could, game. We could, yes. I've had a complaint for some time now about how the draw was done for the Women's World Cup. We've talked about this on the pod before. Before, and I'm I'm not going to get all the way into it, Gingers. You can go back to previous pods, but I will say the Germany US game, the semifinal game was a more worthy final. Oh, it was certainly a more worthy matchup to be more the final of matchup. this tournament. If that was the final, I would say, wow, we really we had to fight for it, but you know, we earned it. We got that 2-0 and we earned it. But let's this not one for- in many ways was a little too easy. But let's not forget though that Japan did create. I I, I think what happened they did. was they did. They the did. floodgates opened early. It was a very reminiscent of the, the thinking, uh, Germany Brazil, Brazil match, where Germany Brazil, where before they knew what had hit them, they were four 0 down, and there wasn't sure. much you can do at that point. And and good on them, they scored two goals against a defense that had conceded and one total goal Whole in tournament. all the World Cup games leading up to that point. We matched the women's World Cup record for uh, not being scored upon. It's it was incredible. like 540 minutes, something ridiculous. It's incredible stat. Allegedly, we were only 30 seconds away from beating it. Oh, I read it was six seconds. Oh, is, was it that close? I, I, I read that it was six seconds oh away. Oh, my yeah. goodness. If it, that, uh, that's got to eat away. If you're that back line, that's got to eat at you. Somehow, I don't think Hope Solo's like super worried about it. <laughs> no, I don't think they're <laughs> super still, broken up totally about it. I'm totally honest with you. I'm I'm got a super phone broken call from the president. But... 
Huge hat tip to this team. I've been very critical of this women's team for some time. Jill Ellis adjusted at some point about halfway through this tournament. Well, they're finally attacking to their pedigree. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. When we played Germany, that's when I finally believed we had a shot here. And admittedly, that was the semifinal. Right. right. It took a while. But we got there. Jill, you adjusted. You got the right player mix. You, you, I don't know what you said to them, but you had the right game plan, and it happened. Yes. You came against Japan, taking them seriously, bringing the attack to them, and you were rewarded for it. I imagine you looked at a lot of game tape and realized that Japan's weak on set pieces. They are, and they're also weak, I would say, athletically as well. They're so technically sound. They, they, can, they can play a ball out from the back better than probably any team in the tournament, but... If this game stayed on the ground, we would have lost. I agree, but, but you can't do that if, if you are the women's national team in the United States. You, you have to use the physical and athletic advantages that That's you have. have. That's what we have. And we did. You got to use what you have. You got to use what you have. There's so many angles to this. Love that they won. Love that we have the third star. Love that we're getting a ticker tape parade by the time you listen to this podcast. I was going to mention that. Yeah. By the time you listen to this podcast, I might have to go. You're going to call out of work? (laughs) Shh. Quiet, 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 quiet. Yeah, yeah. You, I, you, no. you, you, that, that never happened. No, okay, no yeah. One ever heard Fair that. enough. No I worked. I work late that day, so I'm going to go in the morning. Shh. I've already moved two things, including a haircut of this mane that I have right now. Yeah, you look like a lion. I look terrible as well. Well, that's some lions don't look great. Um, <laughs> there's a ticker tape parade. It's big. There's this controversy about the prize money. I could talk about that for ages, but the fact that the United States audience, yeah. People watch. People took it seriously. People are happy. People are proud. That's huge. And if I'm NBC, and I know that Fox broadcasts this, but stick with me, Gingers. If I'm NBC, I've got the twenty, uh, the twenty sixteen Summer Olympics coming up, right? And I'm looking at my advertising rate card for the women's football tournament. Yep, where an almost identical. U.S. women's team is going to be there to defend a gold medal. Yep. I'm raising those rates. Of course you are. I'm raising those rates. People are going to watch. It's – I can only hope. You know, we've seen in the past, you know, women's professional soccer leagues in this country, fits and starts – you, you see, you know, you had a situation after the 2011 World Cup where the Rochester Rhinos went from having like 2,000 fans a game to 15,000 and then back to 2,000. Yeah. So it's, it's a matter of you've got to sustain that excitement around the women's game. I think that the key difference here is that if we're measuring overall excitement about this sport in this country between then and now, we're living in a soccer crazy United States. And it's only going to get bigger from here. We're only right. going to become more excited about this game in this country as 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 a second teams joins in uh, Los Angeles, as New York City FC continues to spend money and, and, and show up in a big media market. As Atlanta comes in. Atlanta, as Atlanta comes Georgia in. Georgia comes yeah. in. Folks, this was the highest rated Women's World Cup that's ever happened. This is the best attended Women's World Cup that's ever happened. There were so many historical firsts that happened in this Women's World Cup that points more towards Americans saying, yes, I'm interested, I'm excited, I'm supporting this. Now, some have pushed back for me, or to me, I should say. They're like, oh, well, it's because America did well. Women's Women's World Cup, America always does well. The worst we've ever performed is third. Right. So that was guaranteed that we would do well. Right. Guaranteed. People still tuned in more than they ever have. And that's important. I got to leave you with one thought, and I know we have to move on. We have a lot on this pod. We do have to move on. We have a lot on this pod. But there's been a talk talk about uh, the prize money controversy here. Yes. And I I can't even dive into, and, and I'm on the side of those numbers aren't even close to being right. They're They're not. not. They're not. I know that there's a revenue disparity, but considering the ratings and considering that Fox paid, uh, Fox and Telemundo paid a billion dollars for the TV rights, I'm like, there's got to be some pennies around somewhere. Of course. But from a sponsorship standpoint, here's my advice to you true capitalists and you true opportunists out there. Sign one of these ladies right now. If you're Under Armour, like you're you're not Nike, you're not Adidas, you're not even Puma. You're Under Armour, you're New Balance, Umbro. you're Sketch, you're Umbro, you're one of these people who you're in the soccer business, yeah. but you're not a big name. 
you can get you're getting cut rate prices right now mm-hmm. below what the market value is, and this person's going to one appreciate that you can actually pay them, and they're going to wear your crap everywhere. And you're going to sell some merch because you're going to sell some merch. There are a lot of ten to twenty year old girls in this country oh who are going to buy goodness. everything that you that Al, Alex Morgan, Carly Lloyd, Abby Wambach, Cindy LaRue, them. anybody, yeah. whatever you're going to do, whoever your sponsor is, and it's cheap, folks. It's cheap, considering how many eyeballs are going to watch these games. Yeah. More than ever have before. You're getting these bargain basement prices. Mm-hmm. If I was in advertising, I'm, I'm doing my deals now. Because I've got to get ready. I've got to get ready for the Olympics. I've got to get my in. I have to have my players. I have to have, if I'm Under Armour, who has Kelly O'Hara? By, that's why I picked them as, yeah. as, as one. They already have one player. Who, who was in the chocolate milk commercial that played like every five seconds? Oh, good question. I'm not sure. It was so it great, may actually be, It may actually have been Kelly O'Hara. I think it was Honestly, Kelly O'Hara. I think, it was Kelly O'Hara. I think about it, yeah. Uh, but, 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 if I'm an advertiser like that, and I do think you have to be Either Nike, which has an image that they want to have. It was O'Hara. Mm-hmm. Nike has an image that they're trying to maintain. Or if you're an underdog, you're Under Armour, and you're trying to make a name for yourself, these are safe sponsorships. Yes. yes. Safe sponsorships. One of the best bets you can make, because the U.S. women's team, in whatever tournament they're going to be in, bare minimum, they're going to make a long run. Yeah. The worst they've ever performed is third. Yeah. I think I think very soon, both in the women's and the men's game, you're going to start to see some larger corporate entities backing the soccer landscape. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've seen that Graham Zussi Continental Tire. Right, it's right, for right. what you do or whatever it is. Whatever. You're uh, going to see more of that. Well, and in bigger companies, frankly. If, if you are one of these companies that I've if yet again identified, I know I have to move on, I'm Alex. making I know the move, I have on to move on motion, Jeff. I know I have to move on. But I'm going to start selling these U23 men Men's yep. players. Yep. I'm going to sign Kyrie Shelton now mm-hmm. when he's going to be bargain basement cheap and he's going to be an Under Armour guy. You know it. Or whatever. You whatever. know it. So speaking of the men's national team, yeah. the Gold Cup has started. We went right from the Women's World Cup straight into the Gold Cup. Yeah. We've already had a game by yeah. the time this podcast is recorded. There is the Haiti game having, happening Tonight. this evening yeah. uh, at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. But we played Honduras we did. down in Texas. Alex, we won... It was a Clint Dempsey deuce. Let me ask you this. All right. If you could choose one word to describe this match, what would it be? Lackluster. I would say CONCACAF. Oh, that's better. <laughs> it's an extremely CONCACAF match. Better. That's better. You that's had better. You had a team in Honduras which knew that the ref would not... Hand out yellow cards at the rate that he should. Oh, my God. And they fouled appropriately. And so good on you for doing that, I guess. They had a great game plan. They did. They certainly did. They had a great game plan. Um, and, and frankly, should have scored more than they did. They created probably better than the United States did. But I, let's, go, let's talk about the lineup a little bit here. All right. I think... You know, there were a lot of people in the Twitterverse and online who were saying when they saw that you had Yedlin on one flank and Johnson on the other flank, they were sort of salivating at the prospect of that attacking talent. I'm going to, excuse me, Zardas and and Yedlin on the two flanks. You you very much saw both the pluses and the minuses of building a team like that. You you had the pace going forward and DeAndre Yedlin who. Frankly, could have scored a goal. He created decently well. Jossie Zardes, in my opinion, is wasted in that position. He he needs to be played gotta, further up gotta, the pitch. He's got to play further up. He's, I, not, I agree. he's not good in the wing. But my, my question to you is this. Why, when you have, I guess, a slightly more true box-to-box mid in a mixed discarude, why would you waste Jossie Zardes in that way? I don't know. Uh, because there was, I, I there don't was know. no I don't know. connection I don't know. between I don't know. the midfield and the back line. If, it, you're, if, you're, if you're bringing out Zardes at all, he has to play forward. Yeah. He has to yeah. play forward. I, I love Zardes. I'm on the Zardes bandwagon. I have been for years now. Me too. Now. I've been for years now. But you have to play him forward. He doesn't play in the wing. Yeah. And he's not good in the wing. He doesn't have the technical they're, ability. They're putting Zardes in a position where Breck Shea should be. Yes, 100% and, and, yes. And, and, and I can see, like, maybe from a physical standpoint, they're similar. Yeah. But they don't play the same no, way. No, not at all. And they don't have a career of playing that way. And, and, and Zardes, uh, who's a great talent. 
I'm I'm not trying to to demonize yeah. Zardes in any way, shape, or form, but you, you got to play him forward. I, I don't understand in the wing. DeAndre Yedlin actually I do understand in the wing. Yeah, I, I, I do too. get. That. I think he's better there than at right back, but at the same time, he's a little too direct for the type of the, the quality of opponent that he was playing against Honduras. There wasn't a lot of subtlety in his game. Let's put it that way. Brief aside, yeah. I've got a few concerns about DeAndre Yedlin at Tottenham. They recently signed some more defenders over there. He's got to get loaned out. That's been the rumor. To Norwich City was the last thing that I saw. Because yeah, otherwise, the he's Canaries not get could use a talent like but him. But he's, he's not going to get minutes. No, he's not going to get minutes. Not at Tottenham. So he's not. this is what I kept saying to friends that I was texting while the game was going on. This isn't good enough to beat Mexico. No, not even close. This isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. And I know that's getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah. But in the Gold Cup... But your next two games are against Haiti and Panama. I, you're looking I, forward if the United States, for whatever, it, whatever that means. If you're the players, you do have to only look forward to the next game. But if you're Jurgen Klinsmann, you're the technical staff, we need to get ready to play Mexico. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. I know Mexico's a wounded animal right now, but you can never... Well, all the gingers know this, so I feel like I'm preaching to the choir. But you can never count out Mexico. Never. I, I know we have a dos Acero thing, but you can never count out Mexico. For the gingers, gingers out there who don't understand why this tournament is so important, by winning the tournament, the United States would guarantee themselves admission into what's called the Confederations Cup. The Confederations Cup is a we tournament to that go. happens before, one year before, the next World Cup cycle. So what that would mean for us is basically that we would have... The we have the Gold Cup this year. We have the Copa America Centenario, or however you say it, next year, which may not be happening. That's which may little, not be that's happening, little, but that's a little iffy. and followed by Confederations Cup, followed by World Cup, which means the next summers until the World Cup, you're playing competitive soccer, which, which we is need what to be you doing. Want. Exactly, we need to be doing that. We need to be doing that because Jurgen Klinsmann and this team have to go much further than the United States has basically ever gone. I think I think if you are the United States and you're looking at 2018, you've got to be thinking semifinals at least. Got to. Got to. I I'm know not going to say they're going to win the know, World Cup. I know it's lofty, Gingers. I get it. But with the amount of money that's been spent for Jurgen just by yeah. himself, with the amount of searching that's been done to get this talent, with the amount of games we can have, real competitive games between now and the 2018 World Cup, we've got to be prepared to really, <laughs> truly do this thing. We're sounding kind of ranty, you know that, yeah. right? It's a little bit of a ranty is, show. A I still have the show. Waffles page up. You want to talk about that again? No. How Waffles about we move on? We have to move on. We have to move on. There were MLS games, folks. There were. And there were MLS games. First of all, let's talk about LA Galaxy. Four Toronto FC nil. Four nil. Can the, the LA Galaxy lose at home? Is it possible? This season, I guess not. Now, They've scored almost 20 goals this, at home in like three games. This is a shorthanded Toronto FC. It is. It is. Let, let's take a step back. Yeah. It is a shorthanded Toronto. They do not have Michael Bradley. They do not have Josie Altidore, which is a lot of their attack. So you don't have the forward that you need. And more importantly, you don't have the service out of the midfield. That's the key, I think. So Javinko, who is phenomenal. Yeah. I, I'm on the Javinko bandwagon. You can oh, he's the best outfield you. player in MLS right now. You can write that down wherever you need to write it down. But he needs service. He can't make that happen on right. his own. I don't disagree. Without Michael Bradley there, like you can sit Josie, frankly. I love Josie, but you could sit him, and Javinko could still get some goals. Yeah. But without that service, it's tough. That being said, you go to the StubHub Center. Robbie Keane's back from injury. Mm -hmm. All right, People got a lot to prove. Mm -hmm. We're going to score some goals. And hey, happy birthday to Robbie Keane, by the happy way. Birthday, just celebrate, celebrate his birthday. Alex, yeah. soccer Kibler. Yeah. This is an LA Galaxy team yes. that's scoring goals for fun at home only. Not away. At home only. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't have Steven Gerrard just yet. They're about to, folks. But they don't have Steven Gerrard just yet. I want you to talk to that before we talk about the other possibility. But... Steven Gerrard in this side. I know it's not a team we follow super closely, but Steven Gerrard in this side. 
you've got him, you've got Keane, you've got Janino, yeah. you've got Omar Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. You no longer have Stephanie Ishizaki, which is very sad. I found that to be a surprising that thing, by the way. But that was very sad, but it was for family reasons, and I'm going to yeah, take him at face. Good for Stefan. Yeah, he has to do it, but that, that's, that's going to be a problem. He was the best passer on that team, and potentially, uh, in the Western Conference. But now you're getting Stevie G. And, and Stevie and G... Stevie G is one of those players who can affect a game simply because he has sway of the people around him. And what oh, I mean to say absolutely. is what I mean to say is he from what you can glean from just watching him play football class can, player. He is a he's the, he's a general. A lot of times in American football you you say, you you hear that term about a quarterback, they're a field general. They can sort of direct the game around them. That's Steven Gerrard. Oh, yeah. Now, does he have the athleticism he once had? No. Is he still a, a excuse me, a Champions League winning footballer? Yes. He, you're, there's been a lot of criticism about Gerrard, Lampard, Pirlo, which we'll get to here in a little bit. We'll get to it. But uh, about these aging stars, and is this sort of a rehash of MLS 1.0? I guess, but at the same time. No, it's not. But at the same time. No, it's not. You, the difference is that you actually have players around these players who can make an impact. And, and also, you're bringing the players in because they fit into your team tactically. Mm-hmm. What happened with David Beckham is, David Beckham was a name and he was a right foot. And he, had, he could take free kicks. And that was essentially his entire skill set at that point in his career. He didn't have the pace anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and so, when you look at them signing a player like Steven Gerrard, who, frankly... Is is Liverpool? He he is that club. He's a huge name, but he's also still a tremendous talent. Tremendous talent coming into a team that is just overflowing with talent. It's players. it's embarrassing. Sebastian Legette, whose last name I'm mispronouncing. No, I has, think it's it's pretty close. Legette has been phenomenal. Too legit to quit. Oh, boo, boo, <laughs> boo. Uh, I'll be here all week. Oh, you will. You live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has been phenomenal. They have phenomenal players front to back. Yeah. Front to back, whole team. And you're putting Steven Gerrard in that team, so you're going to get proper service all the time. Yep. All the time. Steven Gerrard is a field general. The only equivalent we have in the U.S. national team is uh, Michael Bradley. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the closest we have. The yep. closest we have. Steven Gerrard is He's saying all the right things. We haven't seen him on the field yet, but he's definitely saying everything that you want him to hear. Oh, uh, you want to hear. And I truly believe that he is going to work out. I think first couple of games is going to be rusty and adjusting the fact that MLS is a very physical league. I think that'll take a little bit of time. Yeah. It'll take a little bit of time. But he's played with Robbie Keane before, briefly. He knows who he is. We, we, we've got a known, known factor. But to, to go to your, your comment about... Is this aging stars? Is this... We're going back to MLS 1.0. Here's the difference, Alex Kibler. These players were playing top quality football. We're talking about captains of teams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The season that just ended in May. Like, this isn't someone whose best years were 10 years ago. Right. All right? This is someone who was... Still playing well enough in the case of Steven Gerrard and also for the, in the case of Pirlo as well. Playing well enough, you could have continued to play in Europe, perhaps not for the team you were on. Well, I don't know. Liverpool would have kept Steven Gerrard, frankly. If he, well, wanted, if, he, well, if he wanted to stay, they would make it happen because he's such a fan favorite. Yeah. But uh, he would be, end up being a super sub, but that, I think they would have kept him. Right. Uh, Steven Gerrard could have played. He could have gone elsewhere. He could have gone elsewhere in Europe. Pirlo could have gone elsewhere in Europe. He probably yeah. could have stayed in Italy. He pro- he, he Honestly? Gu- I guarantee you he could have Juventus stayed in Italy. probably could have signed him again. Yeah, but I mean, there are teams like uh, uh, Torino, Parma, that, that would have, have Parma, paid Parma exorbitant amount of money. Parma doesn't have any money. <laughs> well, but, but, but I get where you're coming from. They would from. spend that money on but I, but Andrea Pirlo. I get where you're coming from, that they would pay yeah. for him. He was still getting it done. Uh, Gerard's still giving it done. People talk about Rattlesnake Frank Lampard. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I just put Rattlesnake and Frank together. That's just how I live my life. Uh, for the, at least the first part of his Manchester City loan, he was doing well. Yeah. And I really think he will do well for New York City FC, mm-hmm. playing in the midfield. If I mix, I'm both excited and concerned. <laughs> well, your role is going to change if you're mixed your and screwed. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. Because uh, Lampard's getting minutes. 
Uh, Montreal won New York City FC 2. If you're New York City FC, you got to want to play Montreal every week. It's, it's pretty great, if I'm gotta honest. got to want to play them every week. Uh, right now, New York City FC is just below the playoff line. Below who, Alex Kibler? Do you want me to tell you? Because I know who it is. It's the New York Red Bulls. Uh, New York City FC is right below the New York Rebels. I think that's how it should be. Well, they should sure. be battling the whole time. I, I don't actually think with both that. teams have the. They potential. are sixth and seventh currently in the league. I think both teams have the potential to make the playoffs. Frankly, yeah. Uh, but I watch. I, I'll admit I didn't watch it live. I watched the condensed game on MLS Live. Yeah, watched the condensed game. Montreal put a lot of shots against NYCFC. We talked about this in the pre-show. A lot of shots. But frankly, a lot of shots that were low percentage chances. There were tons of shots from outside the box, you know. It, and and frankly, you have you have a player in Josh Saunders who is a tremendous shot stopper, tremendous, uh, terrible with his feet, but a tremendous shot stopper. You pay him to stop those shots. Yeah, yeah. And so my thing is, if you're New York City, you're four points out of second place in the East right now. I mean, that's four points from second place. Wrap your minds around how I weak know. the East is. New York four City points. FC that's been bad all season is four points away from second place. From second place. And certainly the best teams in the conference in the West. But, I mean, if you're in NYCFC right now and you just signed Andrea Pirlo, and we'll get to that a little bit more here in a second, but if you just signed Andrea Pirlo, you're shooting now, for I think, for top four because you want a home playoff match. I think that's that should be mm-hmm. your goal right now. They don't want that play-in match. No. I will say this. Uh, City Football Group uh, deserves to be criticized. Yeah, they I They absolutely I deserve to be criticized. But they're making a pretty big statement here about we're going to the playoffs now. Yeah, right now. This year. Right this, this second. This year, we're going to the playoffs now. And Ginger, strap in. Strap in. I'll give you a moment. <laughs> Please buckle your seatbelts. Buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> If New York City FC Mm -hmm. does not make the playoffs, Mm. heads will roll. Heads will roll. You mean Jason Christ? City Football Group is making a very big statement by their signings. You think Jason Christ will get fired if they don't make the playoffs? I don't know if he specifically will get fired, but things will change. Tom Glick, the president? Things will change. Okay. The amount of money that they are spending right now, just the player... Okay. We should just get into it. We should just get into it. We should just get into it. Yeah. We should just get into it. The amount of money they are spending on players who are 35 plus shows to me that we're trying to win today. I don't disagree with that. We're trying to win today. Yeah, and th- there will be more signings besides Andrea Pirillo. Sure. Iriola, sure. There's also a Angelino. lot of youth signings that they yeah. have. Yeah. I- I'm not claiming that this is a, a geriatric team. No. But the big, the big money... Are on older players. Yeah. And you know, if you're City Football Group, or anybody, frankly, what do you get, two seasons out of these guys? Sure. Andrea Pirlo is signed through the 2017 season. So that's going to be two and a half for him. It is. It is. But at the same time, I do admire an ownership group who is willing to sign David Villa, whose last match before his first match with NYCFC was a Champions League final. Mm-hmm. And Andrea Pirlo, whose last, last match before their first game with NYCFC was a Champions League final. Very true, very true. They're very signing true. quality players. They're signing quality players, but that seems to me a strong indication that we're not going to be a last place team. No, and and I think that and NYCFC, not, I, I, don't think they will be. I think they're going to make the playoffs. They might they win are. a game or two in the playoffs. They're not going to win the cup this year. I, I, I think they could make a run if they get hot at the right time because I think they have the core to do it. You have a spine of Lampard, Villa, and mm-hmm. Pirlo. Mm-hmm. You also have mixed discovery on the team. You have some exciting young players, Tommy McNamara, very um, true, very Kyrie true, Shelton. Very true, Quavo very Poku. true. And this team's going to get better when they have a proper... Second, I'm sorry, third league, USL team. I agree. Right now, it's just a just an agreement, you know, just an agreement. Yeah. But when they have an actual team and an actual academy set up, I mean, the team has a future. But right now, City Football Group is spending to win today. Yeah. In 
Related news, New York Red Bulls lost this week they to did. hashtag new crew. They did. That helps New York City FC, but I do believe New York Red Bulls, they're a quality side. They're going to make the playoffs too. I, uh, absolutely, they're going to make the playoffs. I ran this- here's what I want. Yeah. Before you go to your whatever your weird math is, okay. here's, here's what I want. <laughs> I do want an, uh, uh, a derby match in the playoffs. I would love that. I want a derby match. In the I don't know what's going to happen, but you know, we'll, we'll I wanted, see how that goes. I want that to happen. Uh, Portland that. won. San Jose nil. Do you watch this game? I did not. I only watched part of it because I had to go to bed. This game started at eleven. You know, West Coast. Actually, I watched part of it as well. The only thing I really want to say about Portland is this: of the last twenty-one points available, Portland Timbers have taken eighteen of those points. That's all you need. They to are know. the hottest team in Major League Soccer That's right now, and it's know. not close. This is Porter Ball. It is right exactly. Now. This is Porter Ball. This is what was promised to you. Yeah, and they're in third place, which, frankly, in a really, really powerful and strong Western Conference, that's tremendous. That's you're tremendous. ahead of LA. You're ahead of Dallas right now. Dallas has them. been behind only the Vancouver Whitecaps. Oh, my beloved Vancouver Whitecaps and Seattle, Seattle Sounders. Whitecaps. Who are going to be without their, their at least, they're going to sort of be a little bit truncated. They're going to be truncated for a couple weeks. For so. several weeks. You can make weeks. moves. You're only one point out of first place. One point. One point is all it takes for a Porter Ball to move to the top of the Western Conference standings. It's amazing. Now, keep in mind, though, folks, DC United is right now at the top of the Supporter Shield standings. They are. It's sort of, you know... They're so quietly good. I know. It's amazing. No one is talking about it. Yeah. If I was a DC fan, I'd just be upset all the time. (laughs) All the time. Scores, Other scores from this weekend. Houston won. Chicago won. Seattle won. DC United nil. Um... FC Dallas 3, New England 0. What? FC, New England needs to turn the ship around, right? New England right needs uh, Jermaine Jones is injured right now, but yeah. like, still, still, they need to turn it around. Colorado 2, Vancouver Whitecaps 1. The prize result there. Surprise result. in Goods Park. DSG, the, I think that's the smallest stadium by capacity. Ginger's double check for me. It's but either I, that. I, I, I think it might be um, Kansas City. I, I Kansas think, City's I only like DSG. 18. I think DSG is 17. I don't know. We'll look at it. I think DSG is uh, RSL 1, Orlando 1. Orlando quietly in third pace. Third pace. Third pace in the East, Jeff. Uh, Orlando's playing great. They're playing great. They I had a lot of criticism in the preseason. They're playing great. They it's are. Just, it's, it's indisputable. But a Kaka straight red, the first of his career. On brand. On brand. Hashtag straight red. Uh, he's going to be suspended. Mm-hmm. He's going to be suspended. That's a tough one for them. Even though uh, Orlando recently announced that they are going to have a USL team, which yeah. is interesting, yeah. but they should. Uh, they currently do not have the depth. They don't. They don't. They don't. I, I, they don't have the depth of talent. I agree. So these times, like they have a lot of good players, mm-hmm. but they get called up because they're good players. Right. They get called up, so they're going to find themselves in a match here. Uh, this this one that's coming up. Um, they don't. They don't have the the firepower that they need to have. That being said, this RSL, this RSL uh, Orlando game, RSL was playing against ten men for about an hour. Mm-hmm. They walked out of there with a draw yeah. at home. Yeah, Orlando, you got to be happy with that result. You've got to be ecstatic. Be One more result, I want to say: U.S. Open Cup, New York Red Bulls four, New York Cosmos one. I watched that game. It you know it, g- for a little bit it was competitive. Yeah, and I think I think what you're Very starting little. to see is that you're you're going to not have these New York teams take it easy on the Cosmos anymore. It's going to be full no, lot onslaught. You, you, you have you have to bring your first team to play the Cosmos. So uh, I I will say this, Gingers, and I have no way to prove this, but the New York Cosmos is an MLS level team, not top table. I'm not claiming they're top table, but they if you just took the, their current roster and you put them in MLS. I think they're playing better than Montreal. I think they're playing better than Chicago. I, I don't know if I agree with that. But, I, I agree. But I, I agree. You agree with yourself. That's I agree with shocking. Jeff Ross. Shocking. Uh, I, I, think, I think they're approaching MLS-level talent right now, and I think there's some players on that team that could play an, on most of the teams in the league. But at the same time, you, you also have extremely little depth if you're the New York Cosmos because your money is going to Raul, frankly. And, and I, I would love nothing more. 
than to have the New York Cosmos join MLS. Oh my God! I Our genders will hate this, but I would be a hundred percent on board. I would be. 100%. I would be over the moon if there were three teams in New York City. It would never ever happen. But I would be 100% on board. I'm telling you, I know you're not with me on this, but the Cosmos are better than bottom table MLS. They I absolutely are. I don't agree with that. They, but what I, I would tell I'm you is, what I would tell you is brand-wise, they're better. I'm, and I'm frankly, saying on the field, they're better. I, I, on the field. They, there's the nothing that shows Cosmos, that that's true is what they, I'm saying. Oh, there's plenty. There's plenty. They can ball. They can absolutely do it. They just wouldn't. I don't think they're necessarily a playoff team, but they they could play. They could I, play. I think you're making some generalizations here. I, you, you that's have, what I get you paid have for. A that's very what I get mediocre paid for. Red Bulls team annihilating them four one. The Red Bulls are not mediocre. They you need the, to get over that. Uh, excuse me. The Red Bulls are they're not mediocre. mediocre. The are Red the Bulls, Red Bulls in the top the ten in the league? Are not mediocre. Are the Red Bulls in the top they're ten? They're not league? mediocre. They are not mediocre. Jeff this Ross, I'm asking you a very important question. A New York City FC I am. season ticket holder. I'm not. I'm, that doesn't make me wrong. Uh, they are not are, top ten. They are not top ten. Okay, that's the definition of mediocre. They're not top, top, top ten right now, and they're not going to be at the end of the season. Yes, they are. Top ten in the Supporters Shield race. You think the New York Absolutely. Red Bulls? Absolutely. I think that's crazy talk. Not, uh, New York Red Bulls. Now they're going to make 10. the playoffs because they play in Hold the on. East. Gingers, if the New York, uh, if New York Red Bulls are in the top ten in the Supporters Shield. That means Alex Kibler owes me $700,000. It also means that they're probably going to be finishing ahead of New England, Toronto, Orlando, Columbus, San Jose, Sporting, FC Dallas, LA, Portland, Vancouver, Seattle, and DC United. even reached halfway. You're looking at the current standings. Of those teams that I just listed, you, you mean to tell me that you think... New York Red Bulls is appreciably better than any of those teams. Maybe San Jose, maybe Sporting. But That's then you're two at teams. 11th, but then you're at eleventh place. Where do you go from there? If you take two of those teams out, you're at ten. No, you're at eleven because you're in thirteen right now. If you take two of those teams out, it's called math. Thirteen minus two. We take two of those teams out. I'm, I'm saying I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm just saying if we're if we're defining mediocre as middle of the road. The New York Red Bulls could not be more mediocre. I'm telling you, they're there. Because here's the thing. The New York City FC has been bad most of the season. The Red Bulls are going to be. Philadelphia Union, bad. Montreal Impact, bad. Colorado Rapids, bad. Chicago Fire, bad at soccer. They're bad at soccer. When the New York Red Bulls show up in the top ten, Alex Kibler owes me $700,000. Why did you land on $700,000? Can I pay that down with targeted uh, DP money? Ooh, targeted DP money! So It's actually called target allocation money. All right, well, whatever. So there was a new rule, as MLS loves having lots of rules, called the targeted allocation money, which I'm just calling TAM. (laughs) I'm calling it TAM. 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 Yeah. Alex, I'm gonna, we I'm should gonna, make a song about. <laughs> I'm going to try to sum it up, and please correct me because I think I have it wrong. Okay, <laughs> I really do. I really do. Well, I mean, Garber, you know, so come on. For every team, yeah, the league is going to allocate a hundred thousand dollars in allocation money. Yep. over a period of five years, special allocation, special allocation, yeah, fancy special allocation yep. money that you need to pay down player salary. You can also front load it. So you can do like all 500000 just for one season. Correct. All right. But you can't use this in, uh, in contention with any other allocation money. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that what it is? If you spend the money on a player, you cannot then further reduce that player's salary below the designated player threshold with normal allocation money. That's correct. Yes. So this is complicated. Yes. This is complicated. But if you're a GM... This gave you functionally. Let me, let half, me, this gave you half a million dollars to play with. Let me press pause right here for for the gingers who are new to the league, or for folks who don't understand the ins and outs and the subtleties of of how this league works. Allocation money is basically a mechanism that is meant to compensate you for doing for, for per- performing certain roster moves or tasks or finishing in certain positions in the league. It's it's a parity. Entity. It's a, it's a structure that's built around trying to keep the league in parity and close together. Allocation money can be applied 
to a player's salary and basically functionally reduce the player's salary, what you actually have to pay them. That Those funds are actually paid by the league, not by the team. It's kind of a it's gray weird, area. ethereal fake money. And essentially, happens. we call them Garber Bucks. And essentially, Garber Bucks. And essentially, Garber this bucks. targeted money, the idea is that you have a salary cap per player this year of about what four thirty five I think it is four hundred thirty five thousand um, dollars. You you have this mechanism now where without using your designated player funds, you can basically get a player who might be worth six seven eight hundred thousand dollars a year. You pay can down. you can pay him down and not have to to take up one of those precious three designated player slots. You're, you're trying you're trying to do two things if you're a general manager of an yeah. MLS team. Trying not to use one of your DP slots, right? And you're also trying to get yourself under the salary cap. Yes, and this is giving you some more wiggle room to play with. Now, what do teams do? With this ability, it's brand new. Well, something that I found interesting is that you're you're not required to spend it, you're, but you're almost required to spend it. If you don't you're, you're spend you at don't. least one hundred thousand dollars a year, you have to spend the remainder the following year. Did you read that? So basically, you have you to, have spend, to spend it. You have to spend the money. It's basically forcing it's forcing small market teams to spend more money on players, but it's also allowing big money teams to get sort of a mid-tier team uh, excuse me a mid-tier player on their team you, you have you can have room for your five six seven eight million dollar players but then your fourth player they can still make decent money seven eight hundred thousand dollars which is really good in this league now i know i'm jumping ahead yeah here. I'm of the mind that it would have been simpler, easier, and more understandable to just add another DP slot. Why would you not? At least just, just add another add DP, a DP slot and put a, a cap D- on that slot. Just put, just add a DP You're slot. You're done. That's not what they did. They did this much more complicated. I think thing. the difference is, is that required payment structure. I, and it's, I, it's re- I, I, I feel like it's under, uh, unnecessarily complicated. But they added this thing, and that's the rule now. That's the rule now. So if you're a general manager, you've got a lot of options. If you're a hardcore ginger, you know that this came up. It was referred to as the core player rule, but now we have a new term, which is the targeted allocation money, which yeah. we call it TAM. <laughs> TAM. 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 Okay. This came up in a rumor about a very specific player. Okay. <laughs> and that specific player was Gio Dos Santos yeah. allegedly coming to the LA Galaxy. Well, now let's be specific here. That is specific. We are not implicating that this rule will be used to pay down the salary of one Gio Dos Santos. No, He's no, no, making no, 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 no. way I, I, more money than that. Let me take a step let me take a step back. If you're signing Gio Dos Santos, you pay him millions. Yeah. There's there's no way around that. Yeah. And, and you don't want a way around that. He's a young man, he's a Mexican national player. You're gonna you're gonna have to pay him millions of dollars. The thought was that this rule was made. Well, the story would come out about like Gio Dos Santos is allegedly coming to the LA Galaxy, and this rule would aid a team in paying down another player right. who's just barely over the DP threshold. Right. Right. You pay that down, and now you're in. And there's a lot of teams that pay a lot of teams that, that is pay just right. It's a slightly eight above. nine hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars to a DP that could benefit from this rule. So I mean, there's there's certainly there's certainly additional quality that can be found in this league besides if you're LA Galaxy, NYCFC. Fair. So Big on this teams. note, though, on this note about the Gio Dos Santos note, Gio himself yeah. has said that, hey, L.A. has talked to me, and it's interesting. Right. He has said that he's on the record. There is a very recent rumor that says the deal's actually done and just won't be announced till after the Gold Cup. They have to wait till the Gold Cup's over, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if they have to, but they're choosing to do that. Right. right. If you have ever looked at the L.A. Galaxy, they already have three DPs. Mm-hmm. You've got Robbie Keane. It's getting paid millions of dollars. Yes. Got Steven Gerrard, also getting paid millions of dollars. And they have Omar Gonzalez, defender, 
Also making over a million dollars. Yeah. Judo Santos, m- minimum. The least you could get away with paying him is like $4 million. Oh, uh, And yeah, he's probably well, going to get more than that. But it's Six, like, seven, eight, yeah. But minimum you could get away with $4 million. So even with the targeted allocation money, what do you, you get him down to 3.5? That's not going to help. You don't have enough DP slots, right? Mm-hmm. You just don't have enough DP, DP slots. DP, I agree. Yeah. Yes. So you don't have <laughs> enough DP slots to accommodate that. Uh-huh. So I am presenting a theoretical here because you've got to you got to clear up something. Either you spend you you do front load, you drop all five hundred thousand dollars, take Omar Gonzalez down, which you still may not have enough money. That may not be enough because Omar would still be over the DP threshold. Right, he'd still be a half million dollar player, which in MLS that's a designated player. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. The theoretical I'm presenting is that the LA Galaxy actually sell Omar Gonzalez. I don't want that to happen. But Omar has often had suitors from Europe, specifically in Germany. Do you sell Omar Gonzalez overseas, which would free up the DP slot, all right? You sign Gio Dos Santos and, and you spend a- and you spend your targeted allocation money on a new defender. I mean, I think the short answer is yes. You know, you are you are a LA Galaxy fan wearing an NYCFC shirt, but we won't it's say we day. won't go there. It's a long we won't day. go there. Uh, it looks good on you, by the way. But uh. I, why would you not sell Omar? I, at the same, you know, I, certainly. Well, I'll tell you why you don't. Well, sell he's Omar. a face of the franchise. He's a great defender. Fa- he's a great but, defender. But at the same time, he's worth when a lot. you when you. You exist in the league that we have right now, where when you get that money, that transfer money, you're going to get a crap load of allocation money for Tons. that sale. Tons. You've got to be able to understand that you can spend that money and basically ensure that you're going to make a playoff run over the next three or four years. You know 100% if you spend that money wisely that you can make that run. You've developed this player from a... I guess he's good enough to play center back from for the United States to if he doesn't play center back, we're making a mistake. And yep. what you saw was Ventura Alvarado last night, who frankly looked out of his league. He looks like he yeah, needs to I've be developed some, a little I've bit more. So if you're Omar Gonzalez, you're feeling pretty confident right now. Feeling confident. Also, Omar's at the right age that if you're going to make a European leap, this is now the it's, time. It's the time to go. Yeah. It's time to go. If you're ever going to do it, you have to do it now. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how GMs around the league are going to use targeted allocation money and what they're going to do with it. But do you think, Alex Kibler, and I know you don't want to talk about it because you literally just deleted it from the notes. <laughs> we don't do have time, think, Jeff. We don't have time. Do you think? Yeah. Some GM somewhere is going to spend their targeted allocation money on the one, the only, the legendary, Freddie Adu. You mean 12 clubs in uh, in his age of 26, Freddie Adu? No, I don't think so. I think that's stupid. Because frankly, if you're Freddie Adu, you might be an MLS quality player right now. Maybe. If you're you're Freddie Adu... The reason that we're talking about this, Freddie Adu recently announced this week that he's leaving his club... In the fourth division of Finland. I'm not My making God. this up. The fourth division of Finland. You're just sad if you look at this story. Sad because story. because frankly, Freddie has... I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. More natural talent than any United States soccer player maybe ever. Natural talent. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Besides uh, maybe Landon Donovan. All right, there you go. <laughs> but my... he's top three. He's top three I'll, in terms of this. raw national talent. When Freddie Adu is firing on all cylinders, he is a phenomenon. Yeah. He really is. But that is so rare and far between. We, we, we don't see that. We don't see him going nuts. Yeah. We don't and, see and him going nuts. I would be surprised after his Philadelphia Union Back and forth. And by the way, when he played well, he played fantastic for Philly. Mm-hmm. He did. He made a hell of an impact for Philly, actually. But, yet again, uh, butting heads with coaching, and, and he's gone. There's something wrong in between the ears there. There just is. There's something that's keeping him from being able to feel at home, from being able to feel grounded, from being able to feel like he's making a difference on a team. Because 
the moment, the at the, the second that anything goes wrong, he's out. He's gone. He's and, gone. And it's it's he he has no survival instinct, and he has no sense of sort of belonging. And he's never. I get the sense that he's never felt at home at any of the clubs he's ever played for, and, and that's sad Probably. in a way. Probably because he's such a tremendous talent. It can be. Can Here's be. the thing. He is that talent. He just he cannot f- settle down for a year and a half to express it. And it's so bizarre. It's so strange. So strange. I would love to see Freddie Adu get settled somewhere and show what his worth is. But go I, play for Columbus or something. Just go play. I, I know, just, why I, not? I don't even think an MLS team wants. I don't now. think they would either. I think he's looking at NASL or even USL. Yeah. Who would take it? But you'll get noticed. You'll get noticed, and, and frankly, stick it out, man. Come on. T- these teams in the lower leagues, they actually don't have, um, they don't have any sort of salary cap. So if they have decent ownership, they can pay him this these weird wages that he wants. Yeah. But I know, I know, I made you talk about something that we had to cut for time, and I did this it. It's going to be the longest episode of straight I told, right ever. I told everybody it was going to be the longest. Really quickly. No, no, no. We're spending another hour. So there is an <laughs> announcement that yeah. happened. Was. Well, was, past tense. Is, whatever. You know what? <laughs> Go back to Virginia Tech. <laughs> I'm done with you. Hokey high. Is that what they call it? No. It's a thing that we we don't have time. Let's let's continue. MLS Atlanta, yeah, had a press conference. They we did. sort of knew what was going to happen. Yep, because the name of the team leaked earlier. White bread. <laughs> Their name was White Bread FC. Oh, 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 oh no! White Bread FC. Oh no! Atlanta United FC. A very plain. No, it's quite yeah. literally like it's white very bread. plain. It's quite literally. It doesn't say. And they made a anything. point that it was supposed to be plain. They they literally were plain. like, it's okay, Google, hey, when they, people search soccer, what are the words that you use? Okay, United, sure, we'll do that. FC, I don't know what it means, but let's take it. I'm that's not how gonna, they picked their I'm name. Gonna, that's how far. they picked their name. They I, said that that's how they down. picked their name. Alex it's Gibbler not okay. Just assaulted they his own home. They could have been the Atlanta Blackhearts FC. The Blackhearts? H-A-R-T-S, like deer. What? How cool is that? That's not cool. It's the coolest name that's in cool. MLS the moment that they name it. That's that. not cool. If if Blackhearts? I'm a, if I put down my you know 350 or whatever it was to secure my... Deposit for Atlanta FC, or whatever it is, Atlanta United. No one's going to call them United. Atlanta season tickets. I'd be livid right now. I would be livid. Says the man who supports New York City FC, one of the most generic team names. Are you really trying to tell me that you think that Atlanta United FC is better than New York City FC? No, I'm saying they're both generic names. Of course they're generic names. But the underlying point... But here's the difference. The underlying point here... New York City has a reason for naming themselves New York City. We're we're done with your screaming. We've had enough. (laughs) We've had enough with the screaming. We're done. Uh, Atlanta United FC, yeah, it's a plain name. This gin is delicious. Uh, (laughs) The gin is great, folks. Uh, Atlanta United FC, all right, that's a plain name. It's super plain. It's it, terrible. It no, uh, it's it, it, terrible. Calm down. First of all, no, there's you're already done. You're done. You already had your rant. MLS. You already had your rant. You're done. I have more rants. No, you're done. <laughs> you close your mouth. You were complaining to me about how long the show's running, and you're still ranting we're over here. At an hour right now. <laughs> we're beyond. Uh, so anyway, Lenny United FC is a generic name. Yeah. I'm 100% on board. Yeah. That logo is hot fire, though. Love it. If you no. were in the Terminus Legion... And you were hoping for exciting, unique, interesting team name, colors, crest, any of those things. You've got to be disappointed. That's all I'm saying. No. So, Alex Hibbler, you're done. We're cutting you off. You're over. That's all I'm saying. It's over. It's over. Alex, shut your mouth. All right. So, Atlanta United FC, plain name, logo. I think it's hot. I think this team is going to be well supported. I think people are going to get on board with the name. I understand that it's not the most... Unique name? It's not at all. It's a generic name. But this team is going to get a nickname before they even start playing, and that's what they're going to call it. That won't be the official branding, but that's what people will call it. Straight fire. That logo is hot. 
You need to get on board. You missed you're a the chance problem. if you're them. You, no, you, you missed, did not. You missed an opportunity. The only thing that they missed, they could have had a cooler name, but the logo is perfect for Atlanta. You don't get hot Atlanta. Could not disagree you more. never will. I've been to Atlanta more times than you have. Which is zero times. <laughs> I can zero tell you are really in touch with Atlanta, Georgia. Really? Listen, folks. Alex, Kib- be Alex Kibler is wrong. The hashtag war on Alex continues unabated. Precky. Precky, the coach of Sacramento Republic. U.S. International. Previous uh, U.S. International. Coach Chivas USA. Yep. Did he, did he have a Toronto run as well? Oh, I'm not sure, actually. Okay, look that up. I will. Um, Precky, though, has, he has coaching pedigree. He has U.S. National pedigree. Um, recently sat down as head coach of Sacramento Republic. Oh, good, good. It was confirmed. He was a Toronto FC coach. He's one of the many coaches Toronto FC has fired. <laughs> Several. The rumor mill, and frankly, Gingers, by the time you see this, is it's confirmed or do not, you would know by now. Old news. It's old news for you. Uh, the rumor mill at this specific moment in time is that he's going to become Leicester City's new manager in the Premier League. Alex Kibler, this would make him the first American to manage a Premier League side. Thoughts? In the pre-show... We were talking about how, how is it not Bob Bradley? Or how is it not Agreed. Bruce Arena? Agreed, twice. And, and, and so, my thing is, good for Precky. He's certainly been successful in building a brand at Sacramento Republic FC. Good for Sacramento for, for getting that recognition. A team in England is interested in your coach. But at the same time, Bob Bradley's going to be in the, in the Champions League next year. You know what I mean? Like he's he's got a he's got he a is really a proven good shot. commodity. He's got a really good shot at making the champions. Bruce Arena is a proven commodity. He's getting talent out of players that you have never heard of before. And also, I think this is also very important. Yeah. Also, he's getting play out of players you have heard from before. Yeah. On the same team. on the same team exactly. Same That's team. a tremendous point. So my thinking is, this might be the first. Of a wave of Americans in the Premier League. I think Bruce Arena, you know, he, he's at a point in his career right now. He's comfortable in L.A. He's comfortable in, in America. He's not going to go back to England. Bob Bradley, Bob if, Bradley's if, gonna if go. you are a team in the Premier League that expected to finish short of mid-table, but you find yourself mid-season in bad form... You call Why Bob. would you not call Bob Bradley? Call Are Bob. you serious? You call Bob immediately. So I'm I'm still of the argument that Bob could still get a get a post before the new season starts. I agree. All right, but yeah, you're you're looking at mid season. You're around like the Christmas break. You're around there. We thought we were gonna be in like eighth, and we're in twelfth. We're gonna, we're a fire. Whoever our guy is, yeah, I'm giving Bob a call. Bob will show up. Also, his season's done. His season's done. But if if this Precky deal, which you, Gingers, in the future already know whether this has happened or not, and I assume it does because he stepped down from Sacramento FC, something happened. Stay in Sacramento. Who cares? They'll pay you whatever, and it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, assuming Precky is in the Premier League, congratulations to him. At that point, if Bob gets in too, and they both have – they don't have to have stellar seasons. They have to have respectable seasons. That's all they need to do. If they have respectable seasons that get this team slightly higher than we're predicted to be, like I'm talking one place higher yeah. than we're predicted to be. Well, now an American manager's proved it. I guess what you're trying to do is you're trying to change that perception if you're All these you need guys. is one person. You need one person. You need one person. Because yep. if one person can get it done, some other in, uh, entrepreneurial owner is going to say, I can get an American manager for like half, if <laughs> frankly, less than half. The price of someone from, I don't know, Portugal, right? And I'll get the same results. Right, exactly. Great. I'll, I'll save half the money. These American managers are bargain buys right now. Bargain buys. It's just like when I went on my rant about the U.S. women's team from a sponsorship standpoint. Like They're bargain buys. They have, and they have something to prove. They're probably going to work harder than if you got somebody from, I don't know, Italy. Yeah. They're going to work harder. I, I would sign an American immediately. Outside American immediately. Alex, there's so much going on. We're at the sixth hour of this show. We've got to go through these games. I don't know if I'll ever get quickly. Home. Friday night, San Jose against Houston. San Jose's at home. That's 11 p.m. Eastern. That's on Unimas. 
San Jose two, Houston one. If you're going on a recent form, I have a hard time disagreeing with that. I'm actually going to say San Jose 2, Houston nil. Really? Zero goals. Okay. In that match. New York Red Bulls at home against New England Revolution. That's on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. That's on CSN New England and MSG. Guys, Revs are my team in the East, but even in this game at Red Bull Arena, I've got to take the Red Bulls. They're in free fall right now. I don't know what's going on, but I've got to take the Red Bulls. Uh, so I'm going to do another 2-1, a respectable scoreline. I'm going to say 1-0 Red Bulls. I, right, I, uh, I, I can see that. New England is a little too passive right now for Something's me. Something's wrong. Uh, I'm, I, I, think, I think if you're New England, you've got to have a game where you make a statement, turn the game around, feel positive about how you play football. It's that simple. Philadelphia at home against Portland. I'm taking Portland away. Philly, Philly, I don't know what's going on. The hottest team did. in the league, Portland Timbers. Uh, I'm taking Portland 1, Philly nil. Uh, even though Aristogieta has been signed for the rest of the year. Yeah. Still alone, but his loan's been extended. And he's he's playing hurt, too. I mean, his injury is always going to be a question. I, I think Portland won Philadelphia 1 as well, a, draw. a draw. I, I think so. I think that's a fair result for that game. Uh, Orlando at home against FC Dallas. That one's on Fox 35 <sighs> and TXC 21. It's just too hard for me to predict right now. Yeah. But Orlando's at home in the Citrus Bowl. They're going to get all energized. And They're going to get a result. They're going to get a result. I, I, I have to take an Orlando 1 0 because they don't have Kaka. I'm going to say 1-1 because they don't have Kaká. I think it's going to be a draw. Fair. Sunday, you're going to have New York City at home against Toronto FC in Frank Lampard's debut. I'm going to this game. A friend of mine uh, conned me into this game. By conned, I mean I paid money for it. Um, I've got a New York City win. I've got a New York City win because Toronto is not a full force. They're shorthanded. If Toronto had Bradley, if they had Josie, I would take Toronto in this game. But it's still going to be too close for comfort, 1-0. And lastly tonight, United States at home against Haiti. I'm taking 4-0 U.S. I'm going to say 3-1 U.S., but it's going to be... Haiti's going to score on us? Yes, because we're going to underestimate them. Because we're going to play down to our opponents like we always do. Gingers, please. A few other games from this weekend, folks. Montreal at home against Columbus. Chicago at home against Seattle. Colorado at home against RSL. Vancouver at home against Sporting Kansas City. And a whole host of Gold Cup games. Please watch the Gold Cup. Please watch the Gold if, Cup. If you have spent the last three weeks watching the Women's World Cup... Gotta watch the Gold you've Cup. You've gotta watch the Gold Cup. Gotta watch the Gold Cup. We've gotta show these media moguls that we support this sport in all its forms. You gotta watch the Gold Cup. I'm not gonna pretend that the Gold Cup is at all equivalent to the no, Women's World Cup. No, of course it's Cup, not. But you need to watch the Gold Cup because if the U.S. wins this thing... And we, we have a decent fighting chance here at winning this thing. Yeah. If the U.S. wins this thing, that means a lot. It does. It means a lot, and that gets us better prepped for the 2018 World Cup. Ways that you can get in touch with us gingers at Straight Red Pod on Twitter. That's the pod. At Jeff is famous on Twitter. That's Jeff. At Alex S. Kibler on Twitter. The S. That's me, by the way. First of all, the S stands for standardized branding for Atlanta United Football Club. Terrible name, terrible logo. That was Straight awful. Red at iCloud.com. Straight Red awful. Podcast on Instagram. And please, please, please go to our Facebook page, Straight Red on Facebook. It's now time for everyone's, you know, they kind of appreciate it. it uh, love part it. of the program. Quiet time with Jeff. Jeff, what do you have for the lonely, straggling gingers out there this evening? Sometimes you'll discover that a person you do a podcast with has a special case of gin that he didn't tell you about, it's delicious, even though he it? knows you're a gin and tonic drinker. It's so good. <laughs> you got to beat the truth out of these people. Got to beat it out of them. I'm I'm glad to have spent this evening with you, Jeff. Before you finish, yeah. There was a question posed to us on the Periscope. Oh, okay. Let's hear it regarding the theme song to this to this podcast. Oh, yeah. And they were asking. What's the name of the theme song? Now, for the genders who don't know, this is actually an Alex Kibler original. It is. I wrote it. He wrote it and performed it. Yep. But it doesn't have a name. So if you have suggestions for us, please tweet at us using the hashtag SRTheme. What about hashtag? (laughs) Stop. I hate you. Um, Tweet at us. Send us a message on Instagram. Email us. 
Let us know what you think the name of the show should be. Excuse me, the name of the show's theme song should be. You can't rename the no, show. No, the show's called Straight Red. Deal with it. But seriously, let us know what you think the name of the, the song should be. We will pick our favorites for next week, and then you guys can vote on them. What was your original hashtag show theme? <laughs> show theme. Hashtag show theme. That was the original. I know you'll this find a way to This is the worst episode of the show that has ever happened. We're going to win a Nobel Peace Go Prize. Go forth for in this. soccer, Gingers. God, leave, please. Using hashtag show name. That's terrible. That's what you went with, and you have to live I'm with I'm editing your shame. that out again. What should we? What should we? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's Jeff, hashtag Jeff, show name. <laughs> Jeff. That's the hashtag. You leave that.